It's another beautiful day here from Dude to Dad. I'm Brian Laurel. And I am Chris Pagula. Today we're going to talk about sports, organized sports, team sports. When is a good time for your child to start playing sports? So, Chris, we're going to start with you. I'm, I can speak from personal um, experience for myself and because of some of my friends that have their kids um, playing sports. Right now, my two girls are not playing any sort of competitive sports. One is five and one is two. Um, but we'll get into a, a little bit how I think we're on the cusp of it. But let's start with you because you have three kids. And um, let's just talk about what uh, what you thought was a good age and what your experience was with uh, with getting your kids involved with sports. Well, I got to start off by saying like it's as as well, I can't even like get my thoughts together here. I'm fumbling over myself. But for our oldest, we thought, you know, okay, we want to start them early and we got him and his best friend at the time. Um we wanted them to play soccer. And I think they were in preschool. So that's what, oh. 2 years old? Yeah, probably yeah. 2. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. So, can you imagine 2-year-olds playing soccer? I mean, I don't know. They're really not that, playing soccer. They're no. occupying space on a field with a soccer ball. Right. So <laughs> basically, the parents were the ones occupying the field with the soccer ball while my son and his best friend would talk Harry Potter. Oh, so the parents the were middle. on the field with the kids? Yeah. Like, okay. like we were, it was actually just kind of like a private class, and I'm using Got um, it. air, air quotes. quotes there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. see that. And uh, you know, we just wanted to get them interested and introduced them into you know the sport. But they, again, they just could not be less interested. Um, they were more interested in their Harry Potter talk. But having said that, fast forward to my the same child. Um, when he was about 10 or 11, he started interest in um, baseball. He had an interest in baseball. And so I took him to tryouts. You know, he didn't do T-ball or anything like that. Went right to Pony League. And it was, um, I think it was actually... Uh, more kid pitch that he went right into. And um, at first, tears streamed down his eyes when he went to uh, step on the field because he was so intimidated and afraid. But the coach, a coach there noticed that and went right over to him. And he's like, hey, buddy, come on, I'm going to get you out there. And I'm going to, you know, you're going to catch that ball, you know, put those tears away. And he was kind of like a hard ass, but it really worked for him. And from that point on, my son loved baseball and played up until senior year and he was going to play professional, but then he had an injury. He went to the Academy in Florida. I mean, wow, it was amazing. But, um, long story short, that was the time for him, you know, when he was around 10 years old. Did, so. did your other kids show any interest in, in sports? Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter, we got her into volleyball and she was great, but then she got over it and you know, high school, um, she quit it. But everybody pretty much started off in soccer at some point. But I think it was, I think we learned from our first one to wait until after like kindergarten, mm-hmm. you know, at least. And then did like the whole club soccer. And it became more of a social thing, you know, if anything, um, for the parents too, you know, and for the kids so that they can uh, obviously learn the skills, but learn, um, have other friends around as well. Um, I think like after the kindergarten age is a great time, you know, to, for simple organized sports. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you can Google stuff until uh, you're blue in the face, but there's a lot of stuff out there that shows that kids that are younger than six, they probably don't 
possess the uh, the reflexes that they would need to play pretty much any sport. So, well, like we have friends that their their kids play soccer, and it was similar to the uh, what you were talking about, Chris. That the kids just kind of run around in a cluster. There's a ball, they throw it yeah. out there, and just everybody is just like locked on that. There's no there's there and they're just screwing around and it's um and this is a different topic but it's like everybody you know screws around out there everybody gets a participation trophy and it's it's a it's a good way to introduce them to sports but um you should not be expect them to actually play the sport well um really much before for age six and then when you get to the ages of you know six to eight they can slowly start to grasp what the goal of the game is you know you would put the ball in the hoop you you know you're you're running for the you know for the end zone you're putting you're kicking the ball in the goal um or what have you so um in in what i have looked up because i i my my oldest daughter is just she has energy to spare at the end of the day and we have been looking for things and she's doing swim you know learning to swim and and taking classes to swim better and she has a dance class but i wanted her to take part in a sport of some sort and everything i'm looking is kind of she's probably a little too young for that but um yeah i was just curious at what age your 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 kids started that because there's there's a lot of pros and there's some cons to your kids um you know playing sports as well and then now was there when did your daughter start playing volleyball and when did she lose interest in it she the volleyball started in um actually in elementary school which uh, when she was like um actually when she was in fifth fourth grade i think or third grade okay fourth grade there was an after school thing so um that was cool because that got her interested in it. and then when she got to middle school sixth grade seventh grade you know she was playing on the team there and then doing club i gotta say like it can get a little uh neurotic and crazy i mean there's parents that are all into like you know and i've done it i've been up at four in the morning driving my kid for hours and it's like you're crazy but you know when your child is that disciplined and love the sport so much you know, and I know my oldest, he, like I said, he wanted to play professional, but my daughter, you know, she kind of hated the whole experience. And I was kind of with her where I was like, oh crap, I got to wake up at four in the morning and drive to Orange County for five, six o'clock, you know, and you're just like toast. But my parents never went to my game. So that's why I'm like, I'll go to all of them because they didn't go. I was the fifth of six kids. So I was just kind of like too late to get to my games. (laughs) (laughs) Too much, too much work. And we'll get into in a few minutes about being a, I don't know, what is the equivalent of as like a stage mom when it comes to sports? Because there's a lot of parents out there that you can tell. And I experienced that myself when I was playing Little League. There were kids on several teams that I had. They did not want to be there. They had no interest. And their parent or parents, and usually it was the dad, um, that was really like pressing them. And they really wanted him or her early on. It was a a co-ed league. But um, yeah, it was... that's something you want to avoid. And we'll get into that in a, oh, in a couple of minutes. But dude, just but I, I, because I'm going to forget if I don't tell. Okay, the story. go for it. So I'm going to. It's going to. It, then it you know has what to do with that. Screw it. Let's we're going to talk, talk about, about it now. <laughs> so my son, I remember we're at my son's baseball game. I think it was a junior. So you know, these are 17 year old kids, 16 year old kids, and it was high school. They were playing, um, you know, whatever their rival team. All of a sudden. On um, my son's team, someone hit, made a hit and um, it flew. It was a fly ball or whatever. The kid missed it. And a dad from the other team was like, you idiot. Like Whoa. yelled out really loud. And it was just complete silence on the field. Yeesh. Like 
it was dead silence. Everybody just looked and we're just like, oh my God, that guy did not just say that. But those are parents like that. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I've seen kids get berated kid. by their by their parents oh, afterwards geez. when they don't have a great game. And, right, um, insane. It's uh, it's it's disappointing to see. I mean, I remember being about ten and witnessing that after one of our games, and it was a kid on my team, and he struck out. It was you know we were we were um, down by one run, and we had two you know two runners on the base, and and he went up there, and he just he he whiffed. Three times he was out, um, no balls thrown. It was just strike, strike, strike. And his dad laid into him. And oh, it was God. a big thing afterwards um, where we would go to the snow cone shack, after, which was on <laughs> there on the premises. And you could get snow cones and shitty popcorn and flat Coke. And so he's like, you're not getting a snow cone. Get in the car. And everybody on our team was just like, holy shit, this guy is like, wow. like going off the rails. And the kid's crying and everything. I'm like, well, that's not going to make it fun for him. I, mean, I wasn't thinking at the time. I was just thinking, well, Wow, man, your dad is a kind of a dick, and um, <laughs> yeah. and I did feel bad for him too because God knows I had struck out my fair share of times. So um, try not to be that dad, and that's part of um, when again when you read articles on a good age uh, for kids to start. Um, that is one of the things they ask you to keep in mind is, are you doing it for you or are you doing it for your child? Are you doing it yes. because you want them to learn to do something and you want them to um, have a sense of community and learn about team and teamwork and um, maybe learning a little about winning and losing? And I think depending on the parent, um, some parents are the mindset of it's participation trophy and some are like, well, no, you have to earn the trophy and you need to work harder at that. that I fall into the latter category. I don't scoff at those that are in the the former category um much and but they do um they were saying really for a child to take a sport seriously they probably need to be closer to age 10 and at that point they realize you know the 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 value of practice um the you know the concept of winning and losing um the concept of being a, a good teammate but as we were just talking a few minutes ago, if you want your child, you truly want them to learn something and um, to participate in this, you got to check yourself because if you're making it not fun for your kid, well, they're not going to want to do this for much longer. And they're probably going to um, not try anymore if they just feel like at the end of every, uh, at the end of every game, you're just going to like rip them a new one. I can't think of what they are, Chris, but I feel like there's been several movies where you see like, the 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 high school football movie and somebody plays like shit and the dad just right. you know, rips him a new one and then I don't know if it was in the Bad News Bears the original one I don't know if you ever saw that oh, I think my one God, of the dads of course. yeah yeah just like you know rips on the pitcher and he goes actually right. it was the coach of the opposing team and like just rips him a new one like out there in front of everybody and the kids cry and and the kid just quits right then he throws his glove down he's the star pitcher and he like throws down his glove and he walks off and um, so you don't want to be you don't want to be that no. guy. No, no. And, you know, I mean, overall, if if you find that you're trying to get your child interested in the sport and they're not there, like kind of let it go. You know what I mean? Like introduce it to them later because that let that be a lesson that that's maybe too early or right. or maybe pick something different for them to do. But um, ideally, it you know, one thing that my kids actually all got into was karate. And that was cool because you can start that pretty young. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all on, on, in, in, about the relationship with the, the sensei as well. But, um, you know, that's a great introduction sport, I think. And it, it, it teaches discipline and it teaches, um, you know, uh, meditation and control and so many different, you know, skills emotionally. 
um, that I think that that's like an awesome suggestion. Just throwing that out there. That's a great suggestion, which leads me into this next portion, which is, you know, where do you where do you go? How do you, you know, how, how do you find the right thing for not only your child, but for you? And it could be a cost factor, could be a distance factor, could be a time commitment factor. But solo athletics is the first one on this list, which is karate, swimming, which my daughter's doing, dancing, which my daughter's doing, and other sports like running or tennis even. So there are things that they can do that don't require them to be Team, but the thing that I like about karate, which you were just saying, Chris, all the thing, all those things, but it's also getting them into a a habit, a routine. It's like here's yeah. my uniform. I'm putting on my uniform. I have to be at practice at a certain time. I have to show up. I have to listen. It helps them with their listening skills. And I do have, and I am still considering um, enrolling my five year old in a karate class. I actually checked into one last week. I haven't committed to one yet, but I have friends that their kids have done that, and they said it really helped with their listening skills and right. and also interacting with adults and being respectful and and all that so there's, there's and they get that whole competition level too because they're earning their different degrees and levels and belts so you know there's a lot of there's so many different factors in karate that you just take for granted i think and then, but even the different forms and all that that you got to memorize i mean i remember doing all that stuff well yeah and then you have an excuse to watch the karate kid movies maybe oh, yeah. only the first yeah, maybe exactly. only the first one the the, the second <laughs> one was kind of was crap and the third one yeah so probably just the first one but anyway if you want to get your kids to watch like a good 80s movie with yeah. you get them into karate so then there's also you know, the recreational teams and the intramural athletics that are offered by, you know, parks and rec departments and, um, you know, even offered by by schools. Then you have after school organizations like the YMCA. There's other, you know, um, you know, uh, what am I looking for? Community centers that might and it might even yeah. be like with your church. You know, mm-hmm. looking to, to to church. I mean, we we had some leagues in our neighborhood at the, the Catholic Church, at the Mormon Church, at the even at the uh, the Jewish uh, synagogue. And is that right, Chris? The Jew, the resident yes. Jew here. Okay. <laughs> yes. And so, um, so there were different. There were like a lot of different options. And then there's just like neighborhood, you know games that we would play there'd be enough kids in our neighborhood and you go outside and you start off riding your bikes and then you look around you find you have enough kids that you'd start you know playing a casual game of you know basketball or something at the park and so um all of those things are just ideas to help you find like the right way to introduce your your uh, your your child to do um to to participate in a sport but let's wrap this up chris with talking about things that you should consider though before you just throw them into a sport. Um, so what, I mean, one, one thing that I would suggest is don't force them to play soccer. If they've shown no interest, if they won't watch right. it with you on TV, if they're watching basketball with you or football with you, or they're watching the, you know, they have taken a, an especial liking to, you know, ice skating during the Olympics or gymnastics or whatever, like, like take, some cues take from their them. lead don't yeah, yeah don't, don't force don't force a sport down their throat um and then is like how is this all going to work out from a, a time commitment standpoint like i got i know from friends that have kids that play soccer leagues like you were just saying it's like it seemed it seemed to me and i'm sure it wasn't but as they would tell it to me i felt like every weekend was a tournament 
and they were going across yeah. town to play a game at noon, and then they'd have to go right. across town to play another game at four, and then they're going to San Diego to play <laughs> this weekend, and next weekend they're going to Vegas, and next weekend after that they're going to New Mexico. There is there is a time commitment that you need to be aware of. What was it it's like? like what with happens your son? to playing in one field? You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just down the street. <laughs> yeah. It well, I mean, with my son, it was insane for baseball. I mean, I traveled all over the place, you know, and spent the summer in Florida and Texas and uh, Atlanta. So, I mean, we were really serious about it, but um, we didn't do that for our other children because they didn't have as much passion for the sport like he did. But again, you know, it's it came from him. So I was happy to follow through with that because I saw that he had a talent for it. But it, again, it was later um, in his life that he discovered it, like 10 years old, which is, you know, pretty late in my opinion. And then you got to figure out, um, you know, as far as practice goes, how often is that? How is this going to work out with homework? How is it going to work yeah. out with time with family, with church activities, with free time with friends? I mean, you 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 want that you you want them to make friends in these different leagues or sports that they're participating in, but just the neighborhood kids, you know, how are you going to work that in? How are how is it going to affect you as the dad or your significant other as the mom? And what kind of costs are involved? You know, there's there's equipment, there's uniforms, there's you know fees for league fees. There's you know gas if you if you are going to be driving to other states. There's typically um, and you know an end of year banquet that you know a lot of the leagues I was in. It's like you got to pay for dinners and you got to pay for the for the uh, the. The uh, what am I trying to say? Trophies. You know, there was a mm. pool that you'd put money in there to buy trophies for the league and everything. And then you got the team pictures and everything. So um, the the time commitment is one thing. The financial commitment is um, is another. And you know, if you, you you get to know, to your point, Chris, a little bit ago, you get to know some of the other parents, and then hopefully you can rely on them for doing a carpool so you're not driving every yeah you know to every single practice. <laughs> That's or, golden. Yeah, when you can get that 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 definitely is something you want to do is the relationships you establish with other people. But, um, but once your kids finds a passion, go with it, embrace it. And, um, you know, just treat them with the respect that they deserve and that you'd want. So I think we spoke, uh, quite a bit on this topic and I think Brian, you're going to carry us out of here with a little bit of music of from dude to dad. And we hope that we'll check you guys. We'll check us all out on our next episode of from dude to dad. Bye-bye.